What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Thanks, Santa. Hey. Hey, can I come sit on your lap and you can ask me what I want for Christmas? Come sit on Santa's ever-expanding throne. My name is Alex. My co-host here on this side is the the amicable or giant panda gorilla Sean Ambrosino, big man competing this weekend we thank you so much for being here today and supporting us checking out the podcast before we get it started just go ahead and remind you that if you like the podcast hit the subscribe button down below hit the subscribe button hit the notification bell on youtube and if you're listening listening to us damn i can't talk at all if you're listening to us on spotify or itunes whatever go ahead and hit the subscribe button share it with your friends we appreciate the support the more you share the podcast the more fun we get to have and we got a lot of stuff planned for you in the next uh, couple of months and year and stuff. So, you know, I'll let your boys help a brother out. Follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ on Instagram. You can follow me at Sonder Mark and you can follow both of us at Jiu Jitsu Radio on Instagram. Yeah, as long as we don't touch tips, it's it's cool. It's cool. Um, I'm Big Spoon. Um, <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> I'll always be the bigger spoon. Sean's going to compete this weekend, so make sure you follow him and get all the behind-the-scenes if he remembers to go ahead and Instagram. Make sure you tag the podcast so I can share my podcast. Okay. If you want to send me videos, too, I'll just go ahead and post it. Um, listen, check out our sponsors, Chocaloha. Go to Chocaloha.com, use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio and get 10% off your orders. Go to Jiu-Jitsu Soap Code, use the promo code JJ Radio, get 10% off. And if you go to Giraffe Choke and use the promo code JJ Radio, you get free shipping. And I think it was like 20% off. Something crazy like that. Man. Yeah, it's something crazy. It's like 20 it's or 25. Crazy. I don't remember. We got it's, like it's the big. best freaking sponsors. I swear it's big. Me. We get like the best freaking sponsors. Listen, we're not a podcast that just asks for money, all right? We're trying to hook you up. Everything here is coming out of our pocket. We're just here to have fun, man. We're just here to have, have fun and, and do the best thing. And today, we got a good friend straight from Texas, coming out, talking about the next Third Coast grappling card, which we're super stoked for. This whole weekend is all about jiu-jitsu. This big tug-a-nut here is going to compete. Lee's going to compete. I got my team over here competing, too, at Excel. Shout-out to my professor, George Santiago. Shout-out to this professor over here, Sean. We got a whole squad going out there. So it's between that, Third Coast grappling, and the submission underground card. It's going to be so crazy. It's going to be so much fun. So without... Any ado, Third Coast Grappling Zone, Ryan McGuire. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Joining us one more again on this side up here right now, you can see the president. The bad man from Third Coast Grappling, Ryan McGuire. What's up, Ryan? What's up, man? Great to be, be on uh, on air with you guys again. Appreciate y'all yeah. taking time to, you know, cheers. I already had a margarita. I can't cheers you, so. That's right. This is just water, so we're good. We're even. But it was, like a, it was like a cheers from the past, so we'll just go with that. It works. It works. We're catching up on you. Yeah, so yeah. you're for, for the wife's birthday, huh? Happy birthday. Yeah, man, she's turning uh, 21, you know, on Sunday. So, you know, that's good. That's been her 21st birthday for I think 10 years. So it's 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 going strong. That's good. So, dude, I, I just turned 28 for the 17th time. So kilos. 
I turned uh, 30 years old for like the fifth time, so I'm good. <laughs> you so, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, granted, with all the stress you got going on, you got to be like in the 55, 60s by now. I feel like you do. Like the, the last few weeks with the event, it's been COVID after COVID after COVID after COVID. It's all these damn IBJJF tournaments. People yeah. are just traveling around, not, you know, whatever. Look, look I, I, I care about the safety of our athletes and, and my staff and the people that come to the events. But outside of that, dude, my personal thoughts on this is that this is beyond ridiculous at this point now. Like, uh, like, what do you think is ridiculous as far as like, just like everybody like testing positive or. I think it's the fact that, you know, the hysteria that they stirred up over the, you know, the past few months and, and a lot of this, you know, a lot of people were in great habits. They were doing good things and all that. And all of a sudden the shutdown happened and it dramatically alters your life. I mean, it only takes 30 to 60 days to build a habit or to break a habit. So you got people that, you know, basically got their whole routine, especially older people. You know, there's a lot of like silent deaths, I think in the, from this that I think might even total more than the actual death count, like suicides, drug overdoses, you know, older people maybe perishing more because they weren't able to be as active or there's, you know, like there's a lot more at play than just the, the death total, the rattle, you know, the rattling out. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, like it's, it's missing with like so many people's like livelihood and stuff like that too. So for sure the, the suicide rate is going to be, and I mean, we haven't even felt the whole thing. So the suicide rate is going to be like going through the roof, even like in the next couple of months. I mean, who knows uh, all the craziness that's going to happen, but it's like the little things that people could do to take care of themselves. Like they're still not allowed to do. No. You so. know what though? But luckily we each, we all live in States that are not bowing down to the, the lockdown Lords. Well, that's what now, DeSantis, and, uh, DeSantis doesn't care. He's like, he's just like our governor. Oh man. Yeah. He's like, he's not like working. that job is great. It's uh, like <laughs> with so much bullshit down here. It's like, and now I don't know if you heard, but like one lady got arrested the other day that she used to work for the, was it the health department, Sean? Yeah. Like, uh, have you heard about that at all? So this, yeah, I heard about it. Like, yeah, this lady had like, she was reporting all these numbers and said like, I refuse to report these fake numbers. And like, you guys are just like <laughs> fluffing it up. And it's like, it's actually way worse. Like, okay. Like, I mean, that doesn't help the situation much, but sure. Like, so put them out there. So whatever. Now they accused her of hacking and she got fired and oh man, it's going to be crazy. Who the hell knows? That's why I'm actually curious about what's going to happen with the, with the uh, world's masters this weekend. Cause it's world's masters and Orlando open, which. And they're grappling five where there will probably be less community spread at my event than those two. <laughs> so speaking of which you said that it was affected like your event a lot. So, yeah. I mean, yes, at one point you even had uh Victor Silvero, right? Yeah. Victor, uh, he was injured. He didn't have COVID, but um, he just got injured. So, you know, I kind of like had to spend some deals and call some people and this and that. And we, we got the kid, he stepped up and said, let's go. He's been training hard. And you know, that match Najmi and Cody is one I've wanted for a long time, but Edwin was like focused on the gi for a while. Yeah. So now that he's been doing some nogi, helping his MMA buddies get ready, he's I mean he's ready to scrap. So I think it'll be a good bounce back for Cody coming off that you know that tie match, which was, you know, in my opinion, like I would have never advised him to take that match. I mean I'm not his coach or whatever, but I mean Ty was he's just too well rounded, too good, and Cody he's great, he's exciting, but he needs the right matchups right now. Yeah. I don't think throwing him to the wolves with Ty and those guys that have such complete games that can wrestle, play top, play bottom, play legs, they can do everything, you know. So it's yeah. um yeah, I, I yeah, but, but it's, it's gonna make them better in the long run you know it, it, 
you have to be in there with the competition sometimes. Like you got to be in there with the upper echelon in order to realize what's what's coming next or what you need to do if you want to compete at that level. So I, I think it, I don't think it's I mean, what's the worst that can happen to jujitsu really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't get a flow grappling article, your ranking goes down because Michael Sears doesn't like you. Ooh. Yeah. Like uh, oh well, whatever. Yeah, that's that's like you like the the only downside. If it's someone that's like maybe riding a uh, a popularity wave or something, and all of a sudden they they get the two or three bad matchups uh, instead of, I mean, this this isn't a sport where you can really kind of you know get tomato cans like we saw even the other no, day. No, you really can though. You really can get tomato you can. cans. You can, but uh, sure. but not I mean, there's those. Level. Well, I mean, at that level, I mean, honestly, it's about the right fights. Like yeah. with Roberto Menes, when we first started working with him, we did the Pedro, we did Diego Almeida first and kind of did that. And then Pedro Mourinho match. And then, you know, we've then the Kumite, Nicky Rod, Cyborg. I mean, every Wagner, he fought everybody. Ty, you know, um, but Roberto, man, he's a special, he's a special talent. Like that guy is, uh, he's going to be one of the best of all time when it's all said and done for what he's been able to do just through our Kumite series. Plus, you know, what he did to Dante Leon. I was, I wasn't, shocked but i was kind of shocked yeah. because dante is so good it's a, and he did it all in one year like that's crazy part. yeah first year as a black belt dude that like that's crazy like most people are like oh i'm gonna train harder i'm gonna do you know the the florida open i'm gonna do the you know i'm gonna go do the the poughkeepsie open you know just trying to you know test the waters as a black belt competing but he just dove right in the you know when he went out and took out keenan cornelius's first match he so, I mean, was, he, he's been so active. It's crazy how active he's been. And like the downest year of competition, you see that dude everywhere. I loved it. You know, like with him, like we have a pretty good relationship. It was like, you know, he had confided in me about some stuff that was going on. I was like, you know what, dude, if you want to fight every damn Kumite, you can. And he, he damn near did. And he won two of them. He won, he won 20 grand off of us, you know? So, I mean, the, the guys that were out there during the pandemic that came and worked for us, Felipe, Andrew, Victor Hugo, Roberto Jimenez, I mean, we had the top of the top that were coming out there just because they wanted to compete and they wanted to, you know, they wanted to get, you know, have an opportunity to make some money, but also to keep their brands and their, and their name active during all this, which is all we were trying to do also. You know, we were trying to give them a platform, but we also wanted to remain relevant. And I really suck at doing my own interview podcast. So, like, I'm really glad that I could get back to throwing shows and not interviewing people all the time. So speaking of which, before we get into the, into the, the nitty gritty of the card, you got like a couple of good uh, announcements that you already made, but the, to really get people to understand the amount of work that you're putting in. I mean, not only did you cement your deal with Fight TV, but then you brought in our homeboy that we were pushing for like the longest time to, to hook up with you, Sean Patrick Flannery. Well, te well technically, technically nothing is done. As far as anything with fight or anything like that, you know, we can't, we can't do anything until uh, December 31st, but you know, there's, there's fight TV out there. There's a lot of other offers out there that we're playing around, you know, and, and we're going to, we're going to see what the best one is. Who else, who else you got? Who else you got? Why are you trying to put me out there like that? You trying to get me sued? Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm trying to get paid. Yeah. Trying to get me sued out here. No, I'm just kidding. No, but man, honestly, we don't, I mean, we've been, We've been, you know, we've been uh, hit up by a lot of different people, a lot of different offers, angles, ways we could go. But uh, I think we know the direction we're going next year. And it's going to hey, be, uh, I think, go ahead. 
I was going to say, do me a favor and do not choose USC Fight Pass because I don't have that and I'm not going to pay for it subscription. Well, Just, I'm, I can't do it. I can't. I mean, Fight Pass is cool. They got a, they got a lot of really cool people on out there, but they want like face. They want like uh, like legends of the sport out there leading the promotion. You got Chell. You got Eddie. You know, those are the characters that are the promoters of SUG and you know the combat jujitsu. So they want this. Who the fuck am I? You know, to them. You know, yeah, our shows are badass, but it's not like you know we don't have that you know, that pull that they do from the MMA side and, and, and that like that. But we have a, you know, a different angle where we're trying to just expand the sport exponentially by bringing in other sports, you know, and including wrestling and including, you know, judo guys and including everybody in our matches, you know, just to try to, you know, to try to grow it. Because if you just stick on growing the jujitsu audience, I mean, you're, you're, you have a long road ahead of you, but if you can bring in other people, as you saw with the Bo Nickel, Gordon Ryan match, you can, you can easily, I mean, that was our, our blow up moment, you know, that event we haven't been able to throw one of those events for a year because of coronavirus so this one coming up is our um you know it's kind of our return so what about the the sean patrick flannery are, are we allowed to talk about that or what yeah i'm actually going to train with him tomorrow morning so we'll see how that goes oh dude uh, yeah. at the ranch yeah we're going out he lives in uh he lives like an hour away from me here in houston when he's in town so we're gonna go out there about 10 a.m train a little bit and just kind of you know tell him we said what's up I don't know. Get a get a get some uh, yeah get on the Instagram do a little snap tell me say what's up. Get, on the uh, are you are you gonna get a uh, screening of uh, born a born a, what was it is born a warrior? Born uh, a hero? It was, it's just new movie that, yeah. Born a hero, I think. Actually, uh, I got a private screening of it on my cell phone. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I mean it, it looks good. I've I've heard like good. Um, I've heard good things about it. And look, you know what? I, what I told everybody is it's good to see somebody they, like the smartest thing that's that somebody did was involve a actual jujitsu guy in an actual jujitsu movie. Did yeah. You, Instead of Nick watch, Cage doing jujitsu, there's not uh, a damn inch of jujitsu in it. Yeah. No, let's let's not get into that one. Did you watch him battled? Uh, no. Yeah. Don't I. Did you watch it, Sean? No, it's that's the, the Stephen Dorff one. The one you're oh like, no definitely yeah i haven't seen a movie since, uh, with steven dorson's blade yeah listen <laughs> it's they try really really hard but when you have kenny florian i forget what he said um, so he had kenny florian Fawian. say oh he's going for the imanari role and you look it's like um he's going for the omoplata like it's they, whoever cut it whoever edited did a horrible job so when you hear like Kenny Florian, like they're commentating on the foot, oh, he's going for the Imanari role. Like, mm, you lost me. You lost me, buddy. You had it and you lost it. So I'm, that's I'm the worst. Like being a military guy, I'm the same way with like military movies and stuff. Like when I see people's uniforms all ate up or they're wearing the wrong rank and somebody's like, hey, Colonel, how's it going? He's got like a private rank on his uniform. Like I'm like, dude, you're making a movie and you can't spend just a little bit extra to make sure you have a consultant that can make it like, look real at least because I mean, yeah, we're the fringe that would get turned off, but it's it's disgusting almost. Like when I see that, I'm like, I'm going to turn it off. When you see, what was it? Uh, was it like Sicario or something where he's got the, um, he's got- you Remember like Basic with John Travolta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, him. He had a specialist rank on on his hat the whole time. They kept calling him Sergeant First Class. I, I was like, God, I love this movie, but I fucking hate you, John Travolta. Hey, when you catch like they got like the bolt wide open and like they're sitting there like holding like they're about to shoot. Like no, no, where'd it go? You dropped. What do you think? Of, what did you think about that shot with uh, Adesanya and Hinger? You know, with their with their weapons and you know they're posing, acting like they're shooting each other. 
uh, I don't, I don't bother me. I don't bother with it. Like I'm not. It doesn't bother me either, really. I'm not military, so I can't like say. But like I know bad gun etiquette, and it's like if you're really gonna be that stupid, like that's on you, man. Like that's the kind of shit where it's like, oh, you know, someone shot themselves in the face or shot themselves in the foot, and you don't even know it. Like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I mean it. It wasn't a good look for gun safety and stuff like that, but I understand they were trying to, you know, get a funny picture, but yeah. you know, not with real, I mean, it's, I think they said they had like SWAT people there and a bunch of people are doing training, but at the end of the day, it's just not a good look to be shoving, you know, automatic rifles in people's faces, I guess. Listen, like there's even in Hollywood, when you have like a person whose entire job is to make sure that they're only using blanks and like, even when they were not shooting, like they don't have the gun that can actually fire. They just have one that's that's had like the the firing pin removed and everything. They don't mm-hmm. even point the gun directly at them, so they'll never be like this. It'll always be just off to the side, just in case. So for someone to be playing around and be like, "All right, take a shot," you know, that's that's on you, bro. That's I don't. And he's like, pink mist. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not in uh, in the mood to give sympathy for people fucking up like that, but. Uh, I'm actually, I, I do definitely uh, look forward to having Sean Patrick Flannery up and doing the commentating and stuff. So who's going to be joining him? Is he going to be doing like the main commentary? He's going to be doing the color. It'll be with my two guys. I mean, with Brandon Mullins and with Alan, but uh, Sean's going to be the number two with, with Brandon and then Alan will kind of tie it up, but I think it's going to be a good addition. You know, I'm putting together a lot of uh, reference notes and stuff for him. I'm basically, I'm basically going to BJJ heroes and printing pages out. <laughs> and putting it together for him. Like here. I mean, that's what all, that's what everybody does. They, they get on their phone or they get their laptop. Like yeah. the flow guys, they'll just pull their laptop up with BJJ heroes while they're commentating. Oh, we had a win against so-and-so it was mm-hmm. on Oma plot. Like they look very smart, but it's, it's just research, you know. I mean, but, dude, what am I before? But not like you're gonna do it like on the fly right there. You're just you're gonna end up dropping the ball at some point. And, yeah, and there's a lot there's a lot of people that are gonna be out, a lot of eyes on it. You know, some people flying in, and like this is our last event before you know our contracts kind of up, and we have nothing against the flow guys. You know, it's just kind of a creative differences with their their who's number one show that's coming up. You know, and then it just kind of leaves. I don't know. It is it just was kind of a weird deal. You know. Yeah. Like seeing a promotion being built by our streaming partner. And then, you know, we're, we're, we're with them as well, you know, and they get our, you know, in trade secrets and, you know, our collaboration and meetings and stuff. And then they can potentially take that information and, and use it to better their product. You know, so it's just, there was just some conflicts there, you know, I don't even know if they're like legit conflicts, but it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm all for them, you know, doing their own show, but well, I mean, you know, there was, they parked them a week in front of my show each time. And then that left out athletes that we couldn't work with. Like, you know, there was a few times we're like, oh, I can't do it because I'm doing this. And it happened to us twice. So it was just kind of one of those things. It's like, I can kind of see what this is coming to in the future. And I don't really want to, you know, I don't think I want to be involved in that. I'd rather have more control over our own future. For sure. You know, sure. so that's kind of where we're yeah, at. It's, not, that. it's like, like a lot of people don't realize it's not like you get a lot of money from, well, I don't know, I but, but from what I've seen and what I've been involved with, you don't get a lot of money from the actual, uh, from flow or anything. You just get the exposure. Um, no, I get a lot. I'm not going to lie, man. They pay us very well. Very well. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to like, like joke or anything. They pay us very well per, per event. Well, and, um, I, I mean, is it an, is, I meant along the lines of where you're making, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I'm wrong, but what, I mean, what, when I'm saying they're paying us well, I mean, Comparison. I mean, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. Where I'm not going to give you a, a firm number, but right, right, right. Where right. we get, 
Yeah, they take care of us, which basically will offset some of our costs because then we use the live gate combined with what we'll get for our licensing. And then we'll build the card off of that and kind of keep our budget with in line with that. So that's, that's generally how we do it. But I mean, our level of event, we rose from basically hardly getting anything, you know, to, to where we're at now. So, I mean, they've been good to us, man. It's just, I don't know. They're just kind of a, it's a weird climate right now. No, I think, yeah, uh, I get that. From what, from some of the other, like not you, you guys in particular, but from some of the other, you know, organizations I've been involved with, you know, they didn't, they weren't getting rich off of flow grappling. It's just, you know, it gave them more exposure than anything. It's, it's the gate and, and the constant, you know, uh, the fan base coming well, back for more is what, what really fills the pockets for, for guys well, like what, you. But if you look at it this way, like most people that are going to subscribe to flow grappling are jujitsu practitioners, you know, that's generally their demographic. And like, what we're trying to do is like, as always, is try to expand outside of that. So like our product sometimes might turn like pure jujitsu people off. Oh, they're being too jokey. Oh, this, you know, like they get real nerdy about it, but then like, there's the crowd that's more, you know, more casual. And they're like, Oh, that was awesome. The kids are all rumble, the tag team matches, the stuff that we try to do to keep it fun for the live audience, you know? So like we, I think I just have a different vision for what I want the sports, well, what I want my product to look like, because I think, you know, you look at the Logan Pauls, the Jake Pauls, you look at all these dumbasses on YouTube and you look at all these people out there getting rich. And then I'm thinking, why not us? I mean, we've got some very high, you know, well-known grapplers. We got some well-known MMA, MMA guys. I've got contacts with some great wrestlers. I can put the, put together a card tomorrow that would blow the socks off people, you know? So it's just, just a matter of you know we came into this one kind of just being conservative because we didn't want to you know put too much money out especially during these times and have to you know end up losing so you know this card that we put together is is amazing action top from bottom but you know we didn't need the, the cyborgs or these guys with the app i was just able to put together such a complete card that i think that as a whole will make people want to tune in rather than just the one or two you know superstars that are on there and you were looking like before all this stuff started too. i remember and we talked about a little bit that you were looking to do stuff in Europe too. Yeah. I mean, we had it, we had it already done. We were going to be with the grapple fest guys. I mean, legit, I think it was March something. Yeah. We were supposed to be doing that March 29th. And then that was smack dab in COVID, but yeah, we were going over to Europe. We were going to go to LA and throw an event. I had a venue already secured had a venue in New Jersey secured. We were going to do that third coast versus the West coast versus the East coast. Dude. Eddie Bravo was going to coach the West coast team. We had uh, on the East coast, we we're going to get Donahue or one of those guys to do it you know it was, gonna, it was gonna be cool we were gonna be the third coast Dracolino was gonna coach the third coast team and just kind of have like some legendary coaches with their teams kind of clashing you texas know texas versus florida the, bro yeah. texas versus florida i love florida, I love florida. y'all got too much coronavirus for me though down there what you talking about son listen man those numbers are <laughs> all right numbers are a lie so no i it's it's really exciting because i i think people still I think we're so greedy in the like jujitsu and we're also just not quick to, to jump on, on different um, like organizations that people don't realize what 80% of the events this year, up until this point, were all third coast grappling. Yeah. Like it, I mean, it, it doesn't like, fight the if we wanted to watch any jujitsu tournament this year, up until September, it yeah, September. A, a third coast grappling. Cause then nobody else was doing anything. So I wish we, you know, and I wish we could have, you know, I mean, it's just the times back then, you know, I'm big on production. You're going to see Friday, Saturday night. You're going to see what I have in store. I'm going like full out 
like this is what I've been waiting for. But like the Kumites were cool. They were low key. We did our thing. I mean, you see how Flo did with who's number one. It's basically kind of like Kumite kind of light, you know, we ha- but we had still tried to bring spectators in, made it more of a cool environment. We took basically a multi-gym and turned it into a, a venue. It was kind of, it was kind of crazy. So now this time around, you're at the warehouse, right? Mm-hmm. Back where 3CG3 was. Now, so fill us in. Let me see. Let me pull this up real quick because I have the card. Um, the well, main- I mean, the, I, like the, the main event's going to be Felipe Andrew versus uh, William Tackett Nogi. Yeah. So William's going up two weight classes. Felipe's not a big Nogi guy. He's been training in the Gi. So it was just one of those perfect moment things. I've got a great relationship with Felipe and Johnny down there in Alliance San Diego. And then, um, you know, with, with, uh, William, it was just, he was, he's, he loves challenges. So it was, a, it was an easy yes for him. When do you use so we got that to come in now? Like, are they coming in like a week before, like a few days? before? No, I, I mean, they're going to be here starting tomorrow, Thursday, Friday. Nice. So, so uh, you, then you got, so you got William Tackett is jumping up two weight classes. Yeah. Two weight classes. I think he's like 185, 190 right now. He's fighting Felipe. He's like 230. Yeah. That's that's nutty. And then you have did, did, was it Felipe and and um at at the pans this year? Felipe and uh oh, we're just talking who about did he, take out? he took out um let me see who, who are we talking about again? No, no, who were we talking about earlier? Was that um the kid? Keenan. No, no, no. Muhammad. The other one. No, that was 2019. Uh, uh, why, his name is escaping me. You were talking about him. You put him on all your shows. Uh, uh, Roberto? Victor Roberto. Hugo? Roberto. Oh, Roberto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, wasn't it Felipe Andrew that, that ankle locked him real quick yeah. in the hands? Yeah. 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 That Botina he has is, is pretty nuts. Yeah, dude, that thing, that thing came on. Like, I was there. I was at the rail watching it. Cause I was like, Oh, sh-, you know, he, you know, I, I want to watch Roberto, you know, see what he does here. And I was like, Oh, I was like, man, that what happened there? I was like, I didn't even understand how tight that was. It didn't look as tight as it was, but damn. Yeah. When he hit that uh, triangle on Lucas Barbosa and Barbosa hasn't been tapped in years at black. I mean, I don't think he was ever tapped at Nogi as a black belt. Gordon didn't tap him at ADCC. And then Felipe came in there and triangle arm barred him just like he did Keenan, but Nogi, that was like one of the craziest finishes at the Kumite, I think was when he just out of nowhere, lightning, like a lightning bolt took out, uh, you know, took him out. It's pretty what nuts. Happened, what happened with those two guys, the ones that fought the one that started like the whole brawl? <laughs> Uh, they got their suspensions. They handled that. I mean, they're eligible to return. They'll be back next year. Are you going to bring them back? Not to fight each other, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. Dude, I get so much bullshit. You know how crazy I am. I would love to do okay. that. Like, that's what I want to make. But, you got but so like, everybody's like, oh, no, you've got to be safe. You got to, you know, you don't want to cause any. I'm like, dude, no, I want all the drama. I want all the bullshit. Like, let's go. I want all of it. But wait, so no, I'm just, who's telling you not to do it? Is it like a team-like thing or like? It's like, uh, it was just one of those things. Like it was really close to my actual team where I train. Okay. One of the guys trains at a sister school. And then uh, the other guy, I'm really good friends with his uh, with his coach. He's a military vet, Jeremy Mayo. So it was one of those weird things where it's like, you know, my school where I train versus somebody that I have a good relationship business-wise. Yeah. So I just basically just came up with the right decision, I thought, which was suspension for both, you know, um, you know, Dakota had a longer one and then Victor had a, you know, one month shorter, I think. And then we just let it be, let it quiet down. And here we are. Uh, I mean, so then why are we not doing this again? 
I can't do it right now. <laughs> now Dakota's getting ready to fight in Japan. Like he's getting ready for an MMA fight. He's not even like wanting to do grappling events. And then Victor, uh, he's uh, he's going back to Brazil for Christmas. So, I mean, they're not even around. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Now we got, and then you got Tiago Macedo against uh, Johnny Tama. It's supposed to be uh, Mikey Musumeki, but he had to pull out because I guess there's some Nevada restrictions that came up, messed with his training a little bit, and he couldn't do what he needed to do. So it's supposed to be Musumeki versus Macedo. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, that one pulled out. I was pretty upset about that because I, I was like, man, yeah, Mikey's a man. It would have been I'm, a just, I'm just glad to see Mikey actually doing these because, like, for a like, Mikey hasn't done these one-on-one -on -one matches. It's always, it's just, it's always been IBJJF and nothing else. So I was like, whoa. What? He may, he may, and he, 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 he asked for a lot of money. Cause like I had promoters hit me up and they were like, man, how did you get him? Blah, 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 blah. So what he quoted me, I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, like it was a good deal. Like me, Mikey likes us. He's always talked really highly of us. I mean, he's always, he's a big fan of, of the show. So I mean, it was kind of like, Hey, here's an opportunity for you to go up a weight class, fight a, you know, a pan champion, just like you did Bruno Malfacini. And I just kind of dude, with these guys, sometimes I got to pitch them just like I would anybody like at a, in a sales meeting or anything. I've got to pitch these athletes and know what gets them motivated to compete. You know, like I know like some of these up and comers, like William Tackett and them, they just want names just so they can establish their name. Like there's others that are money that are only money motivated. There's others that are just motivated by just competing. So it's just auto. It's just about finding what works for who, you know? Yeah. Dude, oh, did you see sense. that kid from Jiu-Jitsu Times? The story. The yeah, with the 14. Yeah, Jay, I know him actually. He's he's from down here. J.R. Caballero, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's that's crazy. 14 years old. He's got quads like a like a NFL running back, but holy him shit, and Wagner, that kid. I want to see that. Him and Wagner? Him and Wagner. Oh no, no, Wagner's son, uh, Achilles. Achilles. Yeah, that would be a good one. That'd be a that'd be a, a fun fight. I think that would probably push Achilles pretty hard too. I would say uh, a new level of a for for Achilles come out on that one. Be that, yeah, that kid's built like a brick shit house, man. Yeah. For 14 years old, he looks like he's been working. You know, I don't know, like 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 carrying bricks up up stairs or something. Right. He's doing, <laughs> the, he's doing the old school training. Old school like Rocky training. All right. So then you got. We talked about uh, Edwin against uh, Cody Steele, which uh, it was supposed yeah, to be a lot of fun. Cody against. Victor. By the way, my favorite name in all jujitsu. Cody Steele, yeah, I mean, it's uh, like, and porn, and porn, yeah. And porn. yeah. I mean, he should have been an '80s action star with that. <laughs> Cody Steele, or like an American Gladiator. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so now you had this is another good one: John Combs against Pedro Mourinho. That one's going to be pretty. I, good. I was just, I want to see who has the best guillotine. I, that's how that came about. I was like, hey, Pedro Mourinho team versus John Combs with the combatine. Dude, Pedro, what happens. the team just like snaps on so quick and so hard. Like it's, it's scary to see it. After you train with them, it's like, you think you have strep throat for like a week from getting guillotined over and over again. When you feel it shift, you feel that, that Adam's apple just shift. You're like, it's like crushing dude. Because the way he does it, he gets like this part of his, like his hand right here. Yeah. It's kind of grinds it up. It's like, it's almost more painful than an actual, like, you know, actual choke. That's By me. the way, one of one of my guys had his high hyoid bone broken. Who? Uh, Blake. When was this? Blake, uh, about a month ago. Miles, one of my guys, he's a brown belt. He's really smooth. So there, so I don't know exactly how it works, but but you know, Keenan Cornelius has that diesel squeezel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was in that, and he tried to you know walk around it. He wasn't. 
he wasn't thinking he's like oh it's just a guillotine i'm just gonna walk around it he didn't think the way that that everything was and dude he 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 was like oh i tapped he ended up tapping to it i was on a tuesday he came thursday he just like i don't want to roll friday his throat closed up damn and he got epstein you know <laughs> that yeah. bone, that same bone that broke in epstein's neck was broken in his <laughs> so what maybe happened? epstein got guillotined yeah, yeah. So Literally, we well, know he didn't kill himself. Come on now. No, so not him. What happened with Blake? Um, Blake, he he t- had to he had to recover. He took a month off. And Miles did it. Miles did it. Yeah. Crazy. That sucked. Uh, all right, but uh, man, what's up? That stuff's legit, said, man. man. The, yeah, it's a, it's a fun card, man. It's all, I, I just kind of booked it. It has it a Texas athlete on every match, sometimes two, and I just yeah. wanted to make it action-packed from beginning to end we're gonna have about a 12 fight main card and every match on there man is just like non-stop action like it's gonna be i think this will probably be one of our best events and i mean yeah we've done the gordons we've had the Canons, we've had the you know the uh Mirigales, and they were they were big you know but i think this top to bottom is going to be our best card and and honestly it was our smartest card like the way we've done this one we finally found a formula that works it's going to be uh we found it a while ago with the Kumites, but things are really starting to click to where, you know, we're coming up on two and a half years in the game when most people said we wouldn't yeah. make it past our first event. So, yeah. And there's like, it's I cool. remember even like at the beginning of this year, like, oh, that's never going to last. That's a shitty layout. You guys don't know what you're doing. Like, uh. oh, it's fucking mats on the floor at the gym, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, get the fuck out of here. Our events were dope. Shut up. It's like, come on, man. Like, it, whatever. It, it listen you know how it is people are going to talk shit regardless of what you do you could have it like in the middle of like the the freaking mgm grand like arena have it all set up lights and everything somebody will say it's too hot inside or something yeah. hate is too gonna hate. so and i and i've and i've accepted that and i don't read any bullshit hardly anymore i don't read the facebooks or the reddits or the the instagram comments unless it's my stuff you know like i'll do that but i really don't get into like I can't do it anymore, man. Like, I don't give a fuck what, you know, Gordon's doing on Instagram. I don't give a fuck about any of the, like, their friends or whatever, but I don't give a fuck what any of them are doing. Like, they're they're building their brand, promoting their persona, yeah. and I don't want to read a bunch of shitty stuff, people in comments calling each other crazy stuff, talking shit. I will fight somebody if I find out who they are in the comment section saying some shit like that to me. Listen, I have, I have thrown they out... They called his dad retarded. They said, hey, fuck you and your retarded dad. If somebody said that to me, I'm going to go to like clerks too. And I'm going to be like, is your <laughs> name? Is your name? Fucking yeah. I don't shoot. You, did you call <laughs> <That's> me? <laughs> Listen, I've thrown it out there a couple of times with people like just talking shit. Be like, Hey, if you want to prove me wrong, I, I got a guy I can just call up. We can set up a card. We got a space like a couple of weeks. Let's do I will it. Fight. When me and Seth were going at it heavy, I was like, dude, I was like, I'm not fighting you behind a fucking dumpster, but come to Houston. I'll fight you for charity. I don't give a fuck. I'll get my ass beat, I'll, but I'm going to put on a fucking show while I'm at it. I was like, I don't care. Like, it's what, what is the worst thing going to happen? You're going to tap me out. I'm a fat, out of shape purple belt. Like, whatever. Cool. I have nothing. Oh, oh, we lost you for a second there. All right. Sorry, you there? Yeah, yeah. We hear you. We don't see you. I just got your name on there. Sorry. Somebody tried to call me <laughs> and I messed up the whole thing. No, there we, we, go. we go. We go. Yeah, no, but it's like, it's funny. It's like people are just going off. It's like, man. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Because there's the people that will talk shit, but then the second someone says, like, you just let me know. We'll get, like, a promoter. We'll get it all set up, dude. We can, like, we can square it away. Let's go. And then all of a sudden, everybody gets quiet. The second you know, one you, shit, like, becomes real, everybody gets quiet. Do you, yep. do you, want, to, do you want to tell you what my favorite thing about the 3CG events are? 
and it's the atmosphere that so one of my favorite all-time uh jean-claude van damme movies is lionheart that's and a good one you remember what how like all the different fights took place in different venues Mm-hmm. And like it had like each each venue like they they had the 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 half empty pool they had like the car yeah, garage cool. with the car dude that the the three CG events kind of have that feel to me I don't know what it is about them that's offensive but they- well we changed formats and and locations a lot yeah. like when y'all see our event in March and April we're going to like the premier like venue in in Houston it's gonna be a big outdoor grid concert big giant outdoor stage like it's going to be gigantic. Like, I think we're looking at like probably the first or second week in April or the last weekend in March. Yeah. I'm looking forward to so, it because I was supposed to go out to the one that, that you were going to do uh, in March, the one like that we filmed and stuff for, like I had my, no, that's t- when we're going to fight each other. So that's, you know, you better start training. I'm bro. You know, we've been calling you out. We've been trying to get, get out. <laughs> I got My partner just got settled up in Austin. So we're, uh, you know, we're, we're down. Let's do it for charity. We'll find something fun to do it for. Let's do it. I'm all for it. Like, uh, I was, I was actually contemplating the other day, like who would go first? Should we put Sean first or should I be the sacrificial lamb? I'll go on there and then let Sean clean up. Sean's going to be in there. He's coming there, batting clean up, mm-hmm. wiping the mats with our asses. I'll just let Sean go first. I, I won't even come in like in a gear or anything. I'll just be in like in the tux, just sitting back. <laughs> I'm coming out straight trying to freaking barambola you or like Eminari roll, just straight out Let's throwing some it. crazy shit. Let's do it. No, nah, I'm just kidding. But well, guys, it was good talking, man. I'm, we got to catch up a little bit. I know uh, you, you guys got other other stuff going on, and I got to figure out what's going to go on with all these uh, COVID people and all the the different craziness around this card. But I hope y'all tune in on Saturday. It'll be fun. Um, three CD five flow grappling first match starts at 6 p.m. Central, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Perfect. So it should be a good time. Make sure you guys follow uh, third coast grappling on Instagram. It's third coast grappling on Instagram. Follow Ryan, go ahead and talk shit to Ryan. Uh, call him out saying to get Don't talk shit to me. Going yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I want to see him fly to your house. Please do it. This is a dope car. I will. It'll be. Hey, I'll take you with me. It'll be. We'll. We'll leave a movies and just go straight over there and just beat the shit out of somebody. Let's do and it. And go do a donkey show afterwards. Yeah. And listen, <laughs> don't forget to, to but, uh, get the card because I'll post up the the card on uh, on the episode uh, description so you guys can see it. Like everything that's going on, everything that's planned. Hopefully, God willing, no changes and stuff. But cool. Third Coast Grappling, Ryan. Thank you very much. Happy birthday to the missus once again. Have a great thank uh, you, sir. This week, and uh, we'll catch up after. Happy holidays, guys. We'll uh, yeah, we'll definitely get together after the event. Talk to y'all soon. Good brother. Right, Take care. Later. All right, guys. Bye. Yeah, that's fun. Listen, we need to start training, Sean. What do you think I've been doing, son? Speaking of which, you're full of shit, my friend. What are you talking weren't about? You, weren't you one that's saying, oh, I'm not going to compete in Masters. I'm not going to compete in Masters. I go start looking through the brackets, and now all of a sudden I see Sean Ambrosino. I was like, oh, there's I a I said I was competing. No, you didn't. You said I you did. Weren't. No, you said only Lee was competing. I said I was thinking about it. Uh, exactly. You are You are just the biggest pile of turd, I swear. Hey, look, man. I what? Else? Look, I, I've been training, like, you know, I'm, am I where I probably where I should be? Probably not, but I've been training consistency enough that consistently enough that I'll be able to at least, you know, not look like a total dick out there. But you, well, you saw who else signed up. No, I did not. Uh, uh, Gabriel Gonzaga is back on. Yeah, but that's not my division. 
Yeah, he's on uh, three ultra heavy. He's on master three. I'm master four. I know you're you're old. You got beat up by the young guy. Yeah, that's what he's happens. got. A, he's actually got a pretty big bracket. And uh, let me see if I can pull yours up too. Where was it? Uh, I have no idea. I don't even know how many I have. I don't. I haven't checked anything. You actually, funny enough, I was looking at it, and you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people in your bracket, and and you have Rodrigo, and you got Michael Zenga, which I don't know. Michael don't Zenga know. is the the guy from uh, BJJ Fanatics. He's the oh. owner of BJJ Fanatics. Oh. He's a super nice guy, but he's like your size. He's a big old gorilla. Well, good. Awesome. Big old monkey hand. So that, like, if you get that, that'll be a good match. I'd actually really, really like to see that. And then afterwards, when you win, you can be like, hey, give me a DVD. I don't want a DVD. I, dude, I would, I've i been thinking about that. Like, I've been watching, you know, I, I, you watch those things. I don't have enough information to fill a DVD. Like, I, I don't have enough. I don't, I like, you know, because I don't pay attention to the details. I'm not yeah, a details sure. guy. I am a big picture guy. If I have a big picture, if you guys want a big picture, you come to me. If you want details, I am the wrong person to come to because I don't give a shit about the details. Just get it done. Yeah, so, just you know, see, do this. Do that's, this. That's the difference of like when you have like the ability to not be moved as easily. And like, I think, see, that's not true though because from obviously training like together for so long, I think once you get the wheel started you get into really really good details like but i think you could do some some pretty good fat boy jujitsu uh dvd maybe a half guard thing but there's like 400 half guard dvds out there there's actually not that many it's only from the same like two or three guys i think there's a lot of videos of people that throw in some half guard moves but there's no like there's no big big guy like jujitsu i'm telling you if you did a fat boy jujitsu like dvd yeah but i don't my my half guard game isn't a fat boy game because i got that stupid i <clears throat> no it's not because i do i do the x guard stuff in it and not everybody is as flexible as i am at my size so it's like right it, so that's it, why you just modify it that's why you yeah well i'm not listen i'm trying to be supportive no i get it if you if you want to be self uh what's the word deprecating self-deprecating yeah that's that's on but you. it's that's you know and, but I, it's it's funny you say that though because i was thinking like i was like could i actually do a dvd and i'm like what what like no because like i would i was like i listened like when you listen to like someone like danaher or uh tom uh the uh blast or you know uh -huh. some of those people they go into such detail and i'm like well, I, his, I, his, I do this stuff. Like I can, like, if I, I, I show like, not, not the 30,000 foot view, but like the 10,000 foot view. Yeah. And then if someone asks me a question during it, I can answer that question. Yeah. Or if someone's like, what's going on here? I'm like, well, you need to put your hand here or whatever, yeah. but I don't, I don't think I in think that the, detail. I think the only hindrance that, that, you run into is again like just like any other style there's specific things that you do very well that just wouldn't translate easily for other people yeah we've had that yeah like we've had that conversation plenty of times which is like i try to make certain things like work 
like in your like the how you do stuff to what fits me which is what you have to do for any jujitsu but it's like if someone goes to get a dvd you almost have to make it so generic and such a blanket that it's kind of difficult to do so i yeah, get it's kind of it's got to be universal and like yeah. you know and like, i i i got some universal shit it's just yeah. you know i teaching the the small parts of it i don't think about like yeah. like what put placing your hand here or you know i'm very good at answering the why why are we doing this yeah see but, like for for me like i if i have to show someone like something i get into like way too many details like as far as like okay this is why your knee placement is here this is why your knee placement is there and but that's just again how you break certain things down is different than how i break other things down so it is what it is but listen i believe in you buddy you could do, <laughs> do it um man so just to clear this out, we were supposed to do an episode last week, but someone shit his pants in Sean's car. Just saying. It, yes, and it was not me. <laughs> Nor was it a human. Awkward. Petey ended up pooping all over Sean's car. Did you end up getting a photo of anything at all? No, but I mean, I, I mean, no, but this is, this is a, so this has become a, um, a regular reoccurring theme with him like because he doesn't he's old and he he'll he'll tell you when he's got to poop but sometimes when he's sleeping he just poops in his sleep yeah we've all been he there. just poops we've and and it comes out and there's really nothing you can do and and that's what happens is he'll be laying down and you all of a sudden you're driving or you're laying there and all of a sudden you're like why do i smell shit oh and it's like so is it time for for doggy diapers for Petey? No, it's even more, dude. I, doggy diapers are worse because then he poops and then it's smushed into his fur. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. So it's like now, not only do I got to clean the seat, but now I got to clean him, as opposed to just cleaning the seat. So wait, like the the doggy diaper didn't keep it all in? No, it would, but like it would squish it into his fur. We had one. Oh, that's a little, you know, whatever. Hit him with the hose. It's good. No, he, he he can't. That's the problem is he can't stand long enough to hit him with that hose. That's I had to when when I was driving. I can't remember if it was when I was driving up or back from North Carolina because he shit both times in the drive, both oh. coming and going. And one of them, I had to basically clean him off with wet wipes because he got it all in his fur, and it was like, oh. So was it like, was there a point in time where you were like driving and you started smelling poop and where you like, look at Nana? It's like, is it Nana or is it? Peter? No, you know what? It, it, I like on the way home, I pin, I was talking with my mom, uh-huh. uh, you know, Nana and I were driving, we we're talking with my mom and I smelled poop. And I just, I had gotten so angry because I knew he didn't poop that morning. Right. And I knew he was going to poop. So I stopped like three times before that to try to get him to poop and he didn't poop. So I was like, Oh man. And, that, and then when he pooped, I was angry. Again, Matt, it's tough. I was because he, he could have pooped the other three times I took him out before. Like it took me Listen. 18 hours to get home. It normally takes me 13 hours, right. but because I kept stopping to make sure Did he, he was, um, you know, to make sure he was trying to poop. Yeah. That, that, you know, I, I was like, it just, the anger got, got me at that moment. And I, I dare anybody to, 
I dare anybody to not get angry after you walked your dog four times before one o'clock and he didn't poop. And then like, not even 20 minutes later, he poops. Yeah. My dog's getting like that too. Like Zelda's getting pretty bad. Like she's, she's got on and off issues now. Like she, regardless of how much you feed her, she like, because of her like pancreatitis issues or whatever, like the, she'll continue to try and eat and eat. And she gets like desperate, like desperate. Like she thinks like she's going to die if she doesn't eat right then and there. We caught her eating chocolate coins the other day, like those holiday chocolate coins. Where, how, how does she get a hold of those? Don't listen. Don't ask me. Like my mom had them like tucked away. Like, and I, I yelled at her the other day, like to stop leaving like stuff out there where she could get it. So I was just walking around and all of a sudden I hear, I was like, what the fuck is that noise? It's like the dog doesn't normally make that noise. I go and look and she's just digging away at these gold coins. Now, what's surprising to me is that she didn't rip like the coins or was just chewing on the foil. She unwrapped the fucking things. And if you've ever had to, yeah, if you've ever had to try and eat one of those golden coins, like chocolate coins, they're damn near impossible to like unwrap without just breaking it. She unwrapped the fucking thing, man. This is the same dog that when she was a, a puppy could chew gum. She would chew gum. Like I, I tested it out. I did everything. Like literally I caught her chewing gum because this was back when I was in college. So I would come home and I would just spit my gum out. Like at my parents' house, they got, they got like two and a half acres. So I would just spit it out, kick it out there somewhere, like in the middle of nowhere. And then she'd come back and they're like, where the hell did she get gum? I'm like, son of a bitch. Like she found it. And sure enough, one day I tested it. I chewed gum. I went out in the middle of nowhere in the field, threw it, let her out and just started following her 30 seconds, bro. I timed it 30 seconds. She went, she found it, came back and she doesn't, she didn't swallow it. She just sit there. She taught her how to blow bubbles. Yeah. Right. And I would have been rich by now. So yeah. So we missed last week's episode and then Sean flicked out on Saturday. It's okay. Cause he's busy. He's a, he was getting ready for world's masters. He just, he, if you look at his face, he just remembered that we said we were going to do it Saturday and he could text me. You got to text. You got to text me. I'm not my remember. brother's keeper, homie. Yeah. I'm, you, you gotta be, I'm not babysitting here. But and when I, I get it, when it's not my routine, I forget about it. You're the one that said, how about Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. It's tough getting old, bro. Don't worry. I'll start reminding. I'll start texting you reminders. It's all good. So, um, our homeboy Linton Vassell fought one second round KO. So shout out to Linton. Congratulations. Awesome win, buddy. Ground and pound. Smash that dude's face in um, in the most polite way possible as true to Linton, which is cool. Um, crazy enough, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happened this past weekend. So we had um, Gary Tonin won his one FC fight by decision, which was a great fight. Did you watch it at all? No, I didn't watch it. It was a great fight. Uh, I ended up getting banned from some of somebody else's douchebag podcast. Cause I told them to stop talking and let us watch the fight. They were illegally streaming on YouTube. And like the guy, there was like four people, three or four people. And then like one of them was eating cereal while doing live commentary for these fights. So I had told them like, please shut up and let us watch the fight banned. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, Whatever. Fuck. And then what did they do? Block you? Yeah, they banned me and they banned me for like 30 minutes or something like that. I was like, which is perfect because like Gary's fight wasn't on anytime soon anyway. So uh, but yeah, Gary won. He had a pretty tough fight, man. He um I give credit, I forget the other guy's name who seemed a little a little on the acai, not Gary, the other guy. 
Um, but Gary was trying, like had his back, like he was riding him the whole time. The guy defended the the back uh, take and the rear naked choke pretty well. But uh, Gary uh, gave it to him pretty well. Um, and then our homie, uh, AJ, Anthony Rumble Johnson signed with Bellator. Yep. Or technically officially announced that he signed with Bellator. Not only that, but now he switched his opponent for the um submission underground match did you see that one no oh man you gotta catch up with me buddy yeah well so he was you know, supposed I don't... to fight um for doom right he was supposed right to right right doom. well when i was rolling with aj and then like we were talking afterwards which, by the way he totally cracked my ribs so my ribs a little shoddy now mr glass back at it again um I was talking to him. I was like, man, like, why wouldn't, like, why would they give you Verdum? Like, why wouldn't they give you, like, Bader? That would have been perfect. He's like, I know. I fucking said it, too. And then something happened, and then, bam, he got Bader. So now not only is AJ signing to Bellator with the possibility of at some point fighting Bader, but now they have the grappling match coming up, which is going to be perfect. So we're going to get to see AJ do AJ's thing and not, De- trying to defend like some a leg lock or something like that or a triangle they're going to be grappling grappling so it's going to end up being more of a wrestling match which i'm really looking forward to oddly enough but the implications that this has for bellator is even bigger which also by the way includes linton because linton is heavyweight now right 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 and well yeah but- together so yeah, but but Rumble's gonna be doing fighting two hundred five. Bader's heavyweight now, mm-hmm. isn't he? AJ's hey, going heavyweight. No, from what I read, he was doing two hundred five. Let me see. Let me double check. He's doing light heavy. Because I don't know if he wants to, uh, <clears throat> if he wants to cut weight again. Yeah, but he's not that big anymore. He's not that you know. He's, he's at two thirty. He is at 2.30. Oh, and then, okay, so no, so it is at 2.05 because the implications comes down to, um, which is another thing that I wanted to talk about, where UL Romero got cut from the UFC, and that might be the first fight. The first fight for Anthony Rumble Johnson and UL Romero for Bellator is them two. That, that would be, I mean, that, that would be a marquee matchup. That would be one of those things that would bring some, even the casual fans eyes that don't normally don't watch Bellator to Bellator. Yeah. I think Bellator is one of those things where it's like, they got some great fighters, but they don't have the right marketing team behind it. So I'm telling you, one of the worst things about Bellator is their name. Yeah. We talked about that. I know, but it's been around long enough. I think their, their big problem is they don't even know what the fuck they want to do with, with the name. Like they don't have any like good, like trying to like, uh, I hate saying like over and over again. Sorry. They don't even know what the fuck they need to do to broadcast the show because they'll have the prelim on Facebook and on YouTube, but then the main card is on CBS sports. It was days in before and some other bullshit out. Just man, figure it out. Just you're owned by Viacom. You own channels. You own all this stuff. Pick a fucking channel. Just get it done. Like we don't have spike TV anymore, but why doesn't Viacom say, Hey, you have a dedicated YouTube channel, just like one FC does put it on there. Done. You want to broadcast it in the restaurant, get it out there. But at some point or another, they need to figure their shit out, man. Like 
you have way too many good fighters there that you're not doing them justice at this. Even Jason Jackson's on there now. He's a, he's going to be a scrapper. He's going to put some highlights out there. Yeah. But Jason Jackson, it'd be like Jason. It's Jason should have had a shot a long time ago. For sure. Jason should have had a shot a super long time ago. He was an, uh, a Titan FC champion. He's uh, he's got out there. I mean, all credit to him. He's definitely not had an easy road. I think his lack of self-promoting is probably what got him, what kind of kept him under the radar. But, man, Jason Jason is an untapped talent for sure. Um, all I know is this. Um, but, oh, man, now his name is, is escaping me. Deep. That's deep, bro. Appreciate it. That's no, well, I was, I, all I know is this, is that when uh, <clears throat> what's his name signed with you to start doing content? Next thing you know, he's fighting for the title. Which one? Because there's a couple. That that as soon as they started doing content with you, starting um, no mean, time. Oh, uh, Vulcan. Vulcan. Yeah, no, Vulcan's great, man. And Vulcan was very, very aware of his marketing, especially when he got the shot. And I mean the same thing with with Gilbert. I mean. Listen, and it's why I love working with uh, with Linton. I mean, we don't get to work as much, um, uh, like, as often as we would like to, obviously, anymore, just because of all my other stuff. But, man, guys that get it, that get the marketing part of it and are willing to invest in themselves go a lot further, a lot faster. And that's just – it doesn't matter if you work with me or not or – I mean, it does matter who you work with, but it doesn't matter if it's with me or somebody else. It's not me trying to self-promote, and it's not like I set him up to, to throw me in there. But if you do jujitsu, if you do MMA, man, if you spend the money and the time to invest in yourself, you'll get a lot further. Um, you don't have to go put your butthole out there on OnlyFans, I mean, unless you want to do armpits. You want me to do OnlyFans. Yeah, but I mean, you're past your prime. We gotta, we gotta tap it, tap it with you while you still got them armpits. I always have these armpits, these beautiful, like, luscious, meaty armpits. Um, speaking of the UFC, <laughs> did you see that that um, was it Jordan Levitt Matt Wyman fight, the Monkey King? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge with the slam. Oh, that was so that. I was legitimately like afraid because that was a dead man right there. I was angry at first because Matt Wyman was stupid. Like it was just the stupidest thing I've ever seen where he didn't know whether he wanted to keep pulling guard or let go. And then he jumped back in the guard. Like, no, you better be decisive, man. Not like that. Cause you're, you're allowed to slam in the UFC. He just, Oh, just jump back up. Nope. And sure enough, he paid for it, but that was a vicious slam. Like that's one that you're gonna be losing a year or two of your life from. Well, I don't think that. What? I don't think that so much. No, mm, that brain no. is pretty hard. Like he got put through the fucking canvas. Yeah, but he'll be fine. I mean, it's just it's a bump on the head, really. You know. No, see, the, here's the difference. There's a difference between a bump in the head in this region and a bump in the head in this region. You can actually go blind from taking a shot to the back of the dome. No, I I agree 100, percent but. It's it's, <clears throat> it's there's only so much force that that could be generated, and and it was a great slam for sure, but it wasn't like it wasn't like 
from 10 feet up and he fell. It wasn't from, you know, six feet up and he fell. It was a three foot slam. Well, and uh, Levitt is not three foot tall. What? Jordan Levitt or not Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. No, Levitt. where he fell from was halfway up his body. Mm. He didn't bring him up over his He's head. He's five foot ten. Yeah. Well, his head is here. And he went. He wasn't that high. It was like halfway up. That's why I'm saying three feet. If Jordan Levitt is five ten and Matt Wyman's head is above his head, which was like here. Yeah, but his hips were right on his what was around his waist. Above his waist. Still no no taller than three feet. Listen, there's a reason why people slam in those fights because it fucking works and it knocks people the fuck out. Well, uh, normally people let go. It's like it's when you it's, what I've noticed is that when you hold on, you get you're gonna jacked up. <laughs> you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, it's when you let go and like kind of take take like a break fall. Yeah, and let or, it happen. Yeah, or like if you're trying to catch someone in a triangle and they pick you up, ooh, you better let go. You better let go of that because you're even if you put them unconscious while they're standing up. What are you looking at? You're slowing, like you're lagging because of whatever messages you're getting. It's my email messages that keep coming through. Yeah, popping up. Um. So the the third coast grappling card is on the nineteenth. And then on the 20th is the submission underground card. So just be prepared to watch a lot of jujitsu and grappling this weekend. I will be doing jujitsu and grappling this weekend. That's true. So when are you actually competing? Saturday morning. Lee and I are going at the same time. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. But, but George, George said he'd be there for Lee if I can't be there. So nice. So who's going to corner you? I don't need nobody. Uh... I don't hear him anyways, dude. Yeah, you're deaf. Well, no, I hear them, but I don't listen. Like, yeah, well, it's like it's like everything kind of like I can hear people yelling. I just I'm not paying attention. You know, what I'm like I get so focused animal, on any folks. What's that? He's a big dumb animal, isn't he, folks? Yeah, like I really just don't. I just when 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 I'm competing, I'm just like I'm in. I'm out there. I'm not out on the other side, so I don't listen. I don't listen well. And I make and I yell at my guys for not listening, but that's that's them. Don't do as I do. Do as I, I say. I don't think you totally don't listen because when we did Orlando together, like I semi cornered you. I just gave you enough tips to get you to pay attention. Like you got three minutes. Okay, and that was it. Like after that, like I didn't bother. Like yeah, I just need to know what time. Yeah, like, I just need to know the time really, and if I'm down. Yeah, I think. I think we've got it like enough where we've trained with each other and like have learned enough about each other where it's like, he doesn't need anything from me. <laughs> like, <laughs> just do three minutes. You're up by two. All right. That's it. Yeah. Keep moving. Um, so speaking of which, cause we were talking about him before, which I'm kind of bummed that Mikey isn't doing third coast grappling. Um, whatever, for whatever reason, did you see that Mikey is in the midst of getting the Guinness World Book of Records for the fastest submission. Saw that in a world championship match. 12 seconds. Now, for people that don't know, you actually have to pay to get that. It's not um, it's not something that they just give it to you and it's like, uh no, you have to pay to keep that record. So for all those people that do those Guinness World Book of Records, I, I don't remember what the amount of money is like i think they have to pay like a yearly like due if you will um but yeah that's like that's not something where like you just they actually show you like no you gotta pay for it it's kind of like a pain in the ass it's kind of bullshit right 
Or is it just me? Yeah, I mean, unless it's like you pay for an application, like like if you just pay once and it's like, well, like you you're paying for the research for them to do to make sure that you are the world record holder at whatever it is. I think it's different when it's something like the Olympics where you're like, oh, you got the world's fastest time. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you think, yeah. yeah Usain it, Bolt's not going to pay Guinness to put him in the books. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to make my own book. You need to put me, you need to pay me if you want to put me in the books. For sure. Especially if you got a brand. Oh, if you're branded. Yeah. Like that son, you're good to go. But for the small ones, like, oh, longest time doing front rolls or whatever stupid crawling on your hands and knees like that kind of stuff they're like yeah you're gonna have to pay us for to print this do you remember when rob deerdeck did like a whole day where he kept doing skateboard records no there's one it was rob and big was still like big oh right yeah i never i literally never watched that show i love that show it was not my i i stopped watching mtv 2000 2001 so yeah it wasn't my dig you mean back when they still had music no that was way after they still had music i think they stopped having music like 2000 when trl was just like oh no you know what yeah that was around the time they finally stopped having trl because there was like a big chain mail that went around i don't that's too many details but i don't know if you remember but there was a chain mail going a letter going around that to try and exploit uh, TRL, that they wanted to make everybody vote for new kids on the block. So in the middle, yeah, this was like 2003, 2004. They had everybody go and vote for new kids on the block to be number one, just to see if it really worked. And sure enough, it was like Jennifer Lopez at number two, and then number one, new kids on the block. Hmm. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's that. I wasn't. On, I wasn't on that chain. Yeah. But then again, I, I wouldn't have voted anyways. <laughs> you sure you got to vote for new kids on the block? No, I don't mean like that. I'm saying I don't even know how I would have voted. Like, what did you do? Call it in? I think you had to either call it in or you had to like uh, to go on the website or something like that. I never did it. I got I ain't got time for all that shit. 2003 was still the early like early time of the Internet. It, it was it was there, but it was like like I remember watching the trailer for uh, no, 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 for uh, Harry Potter. And I remember having to like have it load like f- like six minutes before I could watch the whole thing. You like click on it, walked away, got a couple. Yeah. Remember that- when you had to do that, though? This is how old we are. Like we remember when you had to call in to connect to the internet. You had to physically like call in through the computer and then listen to the dial tone going and doing, yeah. Yeah. That was then like back in the day, this is, we should have probably realized this way back then, how bad the mental programming was. Cause when you heard you got mail, like, oh shit, somebody actually is talking to me over the internet. Let me go look, man. Oh yeah. They, they yeah, but you weren't getting me. spammed that back then. You were actually getting mail from people you knew. <laughs> like if you got email, it's because someone actually you knew wanted. somebody who was sending you something. I remember it was like it was so like dorky because it was you'd go to school and there would be like the girls that you didn't have the guts to talk to, but then all of a sudden like you got home and then like you'd have like a full like conversation on like instant messenger. I wanna really have- 
Yeah, man. Like we would have like, you'd message all sorts of stuff. I remember like after I graduated high school, this was like later on in college, this girl, I never even spoke to her like in high school. She messaged me on instant messenger while we were in college. And then we ended up dating for like four years. Worst fucking mistake ever. <laughs> Don't answer those DMs, right? They're just traps. That was the original DM. It's not worth it, bro. It's not worth it. Um, yeah, man, that was a fuck. That was a flashback and a half. That was, oh man, I remember all those bad mistakes I made thanks to the internet. It fucked up. So you're going up there Friday night or Saturday morning? Friday, well, Friday, Friday afternoon, Lee and I are heading up. Nice. Are you staying in the weekend or are you coming right back? No, we're coming back Saturday because we should be done by noon. So. Yeah. And it, like, you know, it's funny because we were talking about it with Ryan. The I wanted to compete. I mean, it is what it is. I got injured anyway, so it would have sucked anyway. But with the amount of people that are bailing out of like, say, third coast grappling or other matches like or MMA fights because they're testing positive. It was just one of those things like, you know what, I'm not, I don't want to chance it like doing that, like going into a tournament and then, cause I know that people are going to go and compete regardless. Like, even if they're sick, you know how people are. Well, at least, I mean, at least they check your temperature at the very least when you walk in the door. That's such a bullshit thing though. It doesn't mean anything. Cause now they're like, Oh no, it, it, you know, yeah, you're yes, but no, at the same time. Cause if somebody walks in with 102 temperature, sure. You know, they're not going to let them in the door. Just because they don't have a temperature doesn't mean they're not sick. No, I agree 100%. There's a lot of people, but, but at the, at the very least, you know, vaccine. Well, well, dude, they started there. They're out there now. People are taking them. But are are you going to? No. And not because I don't believe in vaccines. Uh, I, I definitely believe that vaccines are a good thing. And there's a reason why many deadly diseases have disappeared over the years. But my, my reasoning is I don't take the flu shot. Yeah. So I, I, I would rather depend on my, on my immune system kicking it, which, you know, I luckily I haven't had it and, and, and I haven't had to worry about it, but you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I just don't believe that it's a disease. You know, it's got over a 99% survivability rate. So I'll take a chance. Roll the dice. I asked this question a long time ago. Like, let's say, forget the whole pandemic. Do you think people should be vaccinated if you're going to be rolling with other people? Like, I mean, we got vaccines, like, as we were kids, we did the whole, like, spiel and stuff. But do you think if someone came in and said, like, oh, my kid's not vaccinated and stuff like that, like, they should be, like, should that even be a question that people ask to be a part of the gym? I don't think it should be a question. And if their kid's not vaccinated, that that's on that kid. That's on that those parents. Yeah, but does because- that, like, do you think now it's going to be one of those things where people are going to start asking, like, or like gyms are going to start putting that out there. They can't. They can't ask you that. It's I mean, illegal. Did you do that if you wanted to play sports in high school? Yeah, it's 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 different. That's for a state organization. A private company can't ask you your medical history. No, they can't ask your medical history. But a private company can absolutely say that you need to get a vaccine if you want to like work there or be there. 
That's what the hell. Well, they can't. They, well, they, yeah, they can, but you can. You don't have to. I mean, I don't know. That could be there. That there can be a potential lawsuit there. For with, sure. With I mean, you like, know, like let's say, let's say the vaccine is, the vaccine perfect works, no problems. All hypothetical, obviously. And the mortality rate for the pandemic was higher. Say like. 15, 20%, whatever. Would you think that that's something that would like change the face of how we train jujitsu? Because in my perspective, to be honest, I give it like maybe another six months and everything is just going to blow over. Like people are going to be more germaphobic for sure. But I I think things are just going to go back to the way things were before. Like, I don't think anyone's really going to give a shit. We're going to survive through this. No problem. Obviously ups and downs here and there and that stuff that everyone's got to deal with. But I mean, we've been training all year, minus like a month here and there. Luckily, we're all still healthy and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I don't, I don't know if it's going to go away, but it's like, you know, there's people who are going to worry about it and there's people who are not going to worry about it. Like, you know, and it, it's hard to it's it's hard man it's it's it, because it's a, such a political politic, politicized uh, uh issue it's hard to actually get a finger on what is real and what's not because everybody's tell, talking their own story yeah you know you, you don't really get a clear cut you know definitive what works what doesn't i mean since it started i've been on the vitamin d and zinc well, not that I've always been on vitamin D been and zinc. On that vitamin D. <laughs> I've always been on vitamin D and zinc because of, no, um, you know, uh, the vitamin D because, you know, if, if you. The flu and the cold, it's like it's been proven to. to anyway, yeah, I just, you know, you just don't get as, as much as you need. Yeah. So and and the zinc I've been on for for years, I don't I don't even know why I started it. But um, but vitamin D I had to take and vitamin and. and the other, I just started taking. Um, I also, you know, I, I take a, do a little bro science. I take a shot of tonic water every night because it's got quinine in it, which is the basis for the hydroxychloroquine. So, I mean, listen, I, I, for a year would eat a clove of garlic every day. One thing, garlic every day, like it makes your breath stink and it put like, Garlic is spicy. People don't. Yeah, it is. Garlic is spicy. Like if you like just eat a piece, just take a a little like half of a clove of garlic, eat it raw. It tastes horrible and it's super spicy. You'll be surprised instead of having it all cut up in like your tomato sauce and stuff. But man, for sure, some serious health benefits. Way better than that bullshit. You ever done the um, apple cider? Well, yeah, I've been been actually... I've been taking the apple cider uh, gummies, the okay, goalie gummies. Uh, They're I, actually like, they kind of grow on you. Yeah. Well, I did the shot of vinegar, the apple cider vinegar. I did it. Yeah. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. Oh, my skin's like crawling. The fact that I had to do it, it was so bad. It was the dumbest thing. It does nothing. It does absolutely nothing for you. Don't do it. It's bullshit. You might as well be eating Herbalife. Right. I am a big fan of the goalie though. The goalie, the goalie gummies, like the first few times you eat them, they're a little like tart. Yeah. But but 
Dude, they they actually like they start like you're like, oh man, these are kind of good. So now I've, I've been taking them every day. <laughs> That's so gross. I'll try it. I'll try. I never. I didn't even know that they were making them in the gummies. Yeah, they're but, called goalie. They're they, like, goalie. and a bunch of people like push them, like like big name people. Like yeah. who who did I see that was pushing goalie? Like it was. Do one of the the golden girls. It's still alive. No, it was a fighter. Like I can't remember who it was. Who who the oh, hell was it? Speaking of which, you reminded me again that movie Embattled. It's not bad. It's definitely. Like, I didn't even hear about this movie. By the way, what are you talking about? What do you mean? What am I talking? About? You fucking. We had a. I have a whole conversation here. Text message. You're like, you see the Embattled? Looks pretty good. Let's no. Do- yes, you did. Oh man, I will play. No, it. I said nobody. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and pull it up. You're you're gonna you're, find nothing. I oh oh I can't wait to pull this up. You you continue, because I have this. That's- no, the only the only movie the only movie trailer that I've seen that that excited me was the was the movie trailer for uh, Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. The hell is that? It's done by the it, yeah. It's done by the guys that did. Um, john wick and it looks incredible no i haven't seen that i'll see uh i'll have to look it up uh let me see i know it was like fairly far back when they they announced the uh um the sean patrick flannery movie what was the date um, it was in november oh i can you know what i can check my messages yeah pull that up i have not because I, I i texted i texted him that day and was like congratulations thanks let's see oh i forgot to tell you i was talking with pat downey the other day oh really yeah does he live down here no i talked to him over instagram it was november 19th november let me pull this up okay continue so i was you know yeah yeah we posted it feels good yeah good i don't by the way uh Let's see. We're talking about movie theaters. So what did Pat Downey say? So what happened was I was looking through stories and on his story, he's got his, 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 his breakfast. Uh And it looked like I was like, it looked, it looked like, um, cottage cheese on his toast so on the story i just said is that cottage cheese on your toast yeah and he wrote back to me which i thought was oh that's kind of cool all right and uh so i so he basically yeah he he uh he put cottage cheese on his toast and mixes it in with his with his scrambled eggs for the probiotics cool story bro hey i just thought it was funny that like you know this wrestler is giving you know he's at least he's telling us what he's eating, you know, why he's eating it. I was like, I just thought it was funny to see. You see, you see cottage cheese on toast. What you're not, it's not like you're not gonna ask why you do it. Like I thought he was doing it for extra protein or um so why, why did he say he was doing it? For pro no for probiotics. Uh, I just take probiotics. gut biome. Yeah, no, I just take the like some amazing probiotics that help me out big time. Probiotics are do that before you take any vitamins and then jump into the vitamin D and uh, and zinc for sure. But probiotics, man, people like don't realize how much it's helped. It's helped me out big time because I had a lot of stomach issues. Listen, 
Did you find it? No, because I wanted to talk to you about something else. Okay. Did you see? I was speaking actually because you're talking about people that answer like their their messages and stuff. I I go back and forth with Gordon Ryan like all the time, and he answered one of the posts that I made the other day on Instagram of Jake Paul trolling Dylan Danis. Did you see this? Holy cow! Yes. All right. So for those of you who haven't seen this yet, because you're living under rock, listen. I don't follow Jake Paul or Logan Paul by any means. I didn't even bother watching the the entire boxing match that he had with uh with Nate. Whatever. I'm not sitting there putting him down. I think he's a garbage boxer. Like I could outbox him in a heartbeat, no problem. And I know I suck. But he has been trolling uh Conor McGregor to try and get a fight, and he dug in super deep and started trolling Dylan Dennis. Now, mind you, when he trolled Connor, it was super disrespectful because he even brought very in, disrespectful. Because he brought in his wife. That's stupid. That's just that's a low blow. That's like Bro, you might as well be like, you know, uh, what was his face? Like Mr. T in uh, in Rocky 3. He was like, won't you bring your pretty little ass on down here and show you how a real man do it. Like, it was almost like to that level. So he like only followed D. Devin, uh, Devlin. Devlin? D. Devlin, right? Devin? Devlin? Whatever her, her name is. Um, which is Connor's wife. Then he went after Dylan Dennis by pulling a drive-by while he was on, um, I think he was on, uh, what's Brendan Schaub's thing, that food truck diaries. He was doing food truck diaries with Brendan Schaub when he, like, pulled up with his truck and started hitting him with, like, toilet paper, I think it was. Yeah. So he was just hitting him in the face with toilet paper, and Dylan started, like, chasing him down. The best part is the fact that, not only did he peg him, he hit him from like a good like 20 yards, 30 yards. He was just like pegging him with like the toilet paper. But as soon as Dylan started to run towards the truck, you hear him like dip, 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 <laughs> which brought me like way back to like the high school days when we used to do that kind of shit to people. Like we'd be in somebody's car, like fuck with somebody and then dip, 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 go, 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 go. <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly what it was. It's like what oh, it yeah, was sure. funny. It was funny. But at the same time, that's that's something dangerous to do. He's like he didn't get shot. So this is how far he went on the troll. If you look at, was it Jake? Yeah, Jake Paul's uh, Instagram, like, uh, photo. It's, uh, like, a snapshot of Dylan getting beamed in the face by a toilet paper roll. Did you not see this? No, no, I saw that. I also saw, yeah. did you also see who he's following? Yeah, yeah. And then he's following, like, um, Dylan's ex-girlfriend that, like, Dumped him like after cheating on him, and, and and Connor's wife. Yeah, I literally just said that, buddy. Yeah, I know. Those are the two people. Yeah. He's got millions of followers. He follows two people. Yeah, listen, that's a great. I mean, look, that troll. That's a heavy duty troll. That's 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 a beautiful. That part is a beautiful troll. Now calling her a four, that's like disrespectful. Yeah, that's disrespectful. I I just think bringing in wives are, is disrespectful. Yeah, that's like that's crossing the line. Like, here's the thing. I am all for shit talking. I'm like, if she joined in into the conversation and started talking shit back or started talking shit first, go for it. Open territory. No problem. But don't bring her in. Like when she had nothing to do with it, you know, like he could have gone like 20 different ways, like without having to bring her in. He could have sat there and said something about like the time Connor got caught doing like blow with like yeah. the house full of like hookers or something like that. And then nothing ever happened to it. He could have brought in like the sexual assault charges or whatever the heck that's going on. Like, but he brought in his wife, like, mm, man, that's, that's a tough pull, bud. 
That is a very tough pull. That's the kind of stuff that doesn't get you a boxing match. That's the kind of stuff that gets you on the mic, please. That's the kind of stuff that gets you beat down behind a uh, a dumpster. Behind a dumpster. Listen, I mean, by eight Irish guys named Mickey. Yeah, right. Listen, like that's that's the one thing that I don't think people or he probably doesn't realize. It's probably that dude has been making money. And been so popular for so long now, man, it's got to be like, what, 10 years, 15 years or something like that. He's been like, they've been doing this forever, 10 years. It's got to be a good 10 years. No one's ever really whooped his ass. Like he's never gotten caught in like a serious street beef. But when you start going against someone, that's not not something you would do with someone like Ensign anyway. Like he's got to just make a phone call. It's like, next thing you know, you have the Yakuza sitting out outside, you know. That's oh, that's exactly that's exactly it. Yeah, so that's something that you're gonna pull. It, mm, Connor might not take the fight, but he might have a couple of uh, goombas coming by and uh, and knocking on your door. I mean, getting uh, getting a biker gang isn't that uh, that hard of a hit on your wallet. I'm just saying, I've I've known a few guys. Like it's not that expensive. It's very easy to do. What's he gonna do? A couple cases of beer get you. A, a, a couple Mongols stopping by your house, right? That's all. That's what I'm saying. You got to be careful. Speaking of street beefs, have you gone and check out that website yet? The street beefs, yeah. Oh, it's so good. I, I I don't know the website, but I follow some some of the things on uh, Instagram. So we're gonna we're gonna do some serious content with street beefs and looking at street fights and stuff like that. It's so crazy. It's so fun. But listen, don't watch the movie in battle. In battle, that's that's basically what I was trying to get to. Don't watch it. Yeah, that I didn't even know existed. Which you knew about, or you like? No, I didn't know. I didn't know. You You're not gonna find it because that didn't happen. You must have been talking to somebody else because I had never heard of that movie. Well, then I should say that you should. Where did you see it? I can't talk about that. But <laughs> just just watch it. And the fact that where can I watch it at? I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, there's, and it's a. It's a semi big budget, I guess, for for what it is, but like the gross uh, income from it is thirty thousand dollars. They only made thirty thousand dollars off of that movie, and it's been out regardless of COVID. They didn't make any money. Um, the main character, like he does a pretty good job at like showing some technique. His striking is garbage, but his is Dorf the main character. He is, I guess, co-main. I guess uh, it's really more about his son. Do you want the spoilers? Sure, they don't bother me. Spoiler alert. All right. Three, two, one. So basically, uh, Dorf is Chuck Liddell and Conor McGregor put together. <laughs> no, seriously, that's what he is. Double belt champ. He's like the baddest like man in the their version of the UFC, which is like WFA or something stupid. Um, Isn't he in his 50s? Yeah. So at, uh, that's what I'm saying. He looks like a skinny Chuck Liddell and Conor McGregor had a baby. That's what he looks like. And that's how he acts. He's like super brash and racist and like sexist. All Everything like you could possibly like do as a stereotype for like an MMA fighter. That's what they make him as. And then he's got a son. Uh, oh, no. He's 47. He was born the same year I was. So he's, I'm actually a month older. <laughs> old fart. Um, so he's got two kids. One has... Um, special needs the other one is an mma fighter under his gym who's trying to come up but dorf treats him like crap 
the mom is i guess she's she was working or not i guess she wasn't a prostitute whatever it doesn't matter she doesn't make any money they didn't leave, he didn't give them any money when he left her so they're all living in like together in a small little apartment kids trying to make it an mma shit happens this is the best part all right they try and make dorf look good by having him fight for a union in the organization but so he can make all the money so they literally are taking like bits and pieces of like the storyline with the ufc and try to throw it out there it's so corny it's so cheesy like it's so poorly written on how they try to do it but they did all right in the fights they did okay in the fights the there's one good actor forget his name he's a french guy um he was in like wonder woman and stuff like that he's a pretty good actor he's in it but they have kenny florian and tyrone woodley florian florian um and tyrone woodley on there as acting they did zero writing for that whatsoever the only thing that tyrone says is like oh some great ground and pound nothing 30 seconds later oh we're back to the ground and pound like that's literally all tyron woodley says and then they got kenny doing most of the commentating and they have that one cut scene where it's like they're doing some ground stuff and he's like oh he's going for the imanari role like um no he's on his back and he's trying to go for an omoplata like that's gotta i gotta you know what i'm gonna message kenny florian and ask him if he's pissed off that that's how they cut the movie to make it look like he doesn't know what he's talking about because it's yeah that that's a little I'll, I'll show you after. I'll show you after. Um, but yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. I'd watch, like, if you want to watch it, you watch it just because it's a, like, it had potential. But, and at the end, I want to say Dorf dies. They make it very vague. But it's really more, it's not really a, an up and coming story. It's just a kid, like, fighting. Oh, the guy from Scrubs is in it. The, the black dude from Scrubs. Oh, for I why you know what I know him from? Huh. Uh, Clueless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's in it. He plays a paralyzed war vet who teaches special needs kids. It's it's super random the way that they write it, and uh, we still have to watch uh, what you would call it the jujitsu movie with Nicolas Cage. We have to watch it. No, we don't have to. Yes, watch we that. do. We have to watch this. We have to watch this together. And just do a reaction video to that. Um, that's really it. Uh, we already went over the Sugar 19 or the Submission Underground uh, card. Sorry. Um, oh, there was one thing we didn't talk about, but I don't even want to get into it. Do you see that Jackson MMA coach? getting a Yeah, kick? yeah, yeah. That's, screw that, man. Whatever, dude. Um, that story is very fishy, by the way. I mean, I'm not getting into it. I, it, it is what it is. Like, yeah. Uh, like I, I like it. It's it's one of those those stories that's like, there. It just it just presents a lot of questions. There's a lot of stuff to it, but to be honest with it, like I, I want to believe the person that's making the accusations, but it's like we've talked about it so many times. It's just like fucking gross. After a while of how many times we have to talk about someone like possibly like sexually assaulted or whatever i think like some other coach that was like assaulting like kids like finally went to jail the other day it's so fucking gross man like get, like how are we still having this issue how are we still having this issue that either someone doesn't say anything or that people keep trying to get away with doing this shit to kids or to somebody else it's like come on can we fucking take care of this problem already at least when it comes to sports and it comes to stuff like this it's 
It's hey, weird. you can you can say the same thing about the Catholic Church. Well, that's a lot <laughs> behind it. And when you when you're talking about the Catholic Church that also owns the the biggest porn company, I mean, it is what, what it is. What porn company do they? Own? You didn't know that the Vatican owns a porn company. I did not know that. Did you really not know this? Of course, I didn't know this. <sighs> Liar. Here, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Why would I lie about that? I'll tell you right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, how about I can I spell properly, huh? Um, the publisher owned by the Catholic Church sells pornography. Yeah, dude, that's an old, old thing. It's an old thing. Look it up. Google it, bitch. Um, Google it. It's so worth a Google. There's actually going to be some some good matches, man, at, uh, at Masters. You're going to have to uh, film it and, uh, and report in, buddy. No, if I see something, if I see something, I'll say something. Fabian, uh, Fabian Rosa, Fabian Rosa has a big racket. He's got a lot. Uh, I'm curious to see if you're going to end up competing against uh, Rodrigo Mendez. Um, That'll be interesting. We we're buds, but we've we've competed before, so we'll compete again. Yeah, George. If we have uh, to. George has a big bracket too. He's got a lot of people. He's got a lot of people. Let me see. I, I didn't even bother to oh, I didn't bother to to count it, but he's got let's see. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13. He's like 20 25 people in his bracket. Yeah, that it's like it makes me weird, man. It's like part of me if like if I won this year, I I almost wouldn't count it. Why? I would have to give it like an asterisk next to it i mean i do that for all your wins <laughs> but i would de definitely do it for this year it's a covid year and it's not like dude there's like you said you just said there's seven guys in the in the division normally there's like you know f anywhere from 15 to 20 it's like you know it's like it's depleted and it's like i i get it it's like part of me goes well it's still cool it's but with that being said, then would you sit there and give it an asterisk if it was a regular year, but only three people signed up? Oh, uh, exactly. So you see what I'm saying? So I, I get, no, 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 yeah, I get what you're saying, but I mean, that's, that's not on, that's doesn't say anything less about your game or the tournament when people are just taking care of their, you know, their health or decisions. So it's no, no, I, I get it. It's just, I get, I want to compete with, you know, I want the, the, I want it to be the world, you know, it's the world championships. I want people to come be able to come from everywhere to do it. Yeah. You I know, it's it. like, but I mean, people from the world that can or choose to come are coming. That's it. I mean, that that's all there is to it. It's, if they can't, I mean, if we wanted to go to compete in Masters World in Asia and we can't fly over there right now in Japan, I mean, does that speak any less for somebody else over there? No. I mean, unless you're Hafa Mendez and you're just going in there just to like kill them all because just to dance dance on people, right? I mean, but no, it's I get it, and yeah, it's it's understandable. Uh, I think just because that's your competitive side and you don't want to sit there and say, yeah, but there's, you you know, only half the people signed up. Like they should have signed up earlier. Fuck it. Well, so. no, it's, it's like, it's like, here's the thing you say, if only three people had signed up, but, it, but normally way more people sign up. 
Um, but I mean, so what about like when you do uh, even like an open? The opens are opens. They're, those are just. I get it. I don't, but... You know, those are just opens to me. So it's like, but this is this is this is like one of the things that means something to the old guys. We got the old guy worlds and we got the pants. Yeah. You know. I mean, like I said, I I get it. I I don't think that it's it's something that should be demeaned by any. Uh, you know, I would be happy. Don't get me wrong. I would be happy. I just there would always be a part of me that'd be like, eh, could I have done it if everybody was doing it? You know. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that I'm I, I'm you know going to win it. Like I I you know I I give everybody the same shot that I have. Yeah. You know, which is you go out there, you perform, you could win the whole thing. It's just. It's one of those things that, like, if I do win it, I, it would be there would be a tint there would be a tint of of um, disappointment to it. True, just stretch, you know? man. That's all I say. I say just stretch, start warming up now. Not that you need that much heads up warming up, but just start getting your body because you know how it is. Like, we take it super easy, but the what your mind is at and where your body's at are two different things. Well, it's worked for me for 14 years, not stretching and warming up. Until the last one. Well, no, the last one I stretched. Which one against Gonzaga? Yes. Didn't stretch good enough then. I started stretching. Everyone's like, oh, stretch out your hamstrings because you don't want it to happen last time. What happened this time? So I started stretching. <laughs> then I got my hamstring pulled. I don't stretch. I don't stretch before competition. I'll stretch before class and after class, but I don't stretch before competition. No, I'll warm up. Uh-uh. Nothing. I just go cold turkey. Yeah, that's what I told no, that's I what like I to tend pretend to do. it's a street fight, bro, because when I see red, man, no. It's a, yeah, it's I'm afraid I'm gonna kill somebody. That's why I don't fight, man. If I punch somebody, I might kill him and I don't wanna I don't wanna kill somebody. Speaking of which, you just reminded me. So I did have a little bit of a spat the other day with the IKF. Now, granted, this has got total opposite situation with uh, with jujitsu, but the IKF and the ISKFA, whatever the hell they're called, they're the ones that do the tournament in Orlando, um, and they do them all over the country. So they're based out of California. Turns out that uh, I forget the name of the gym. I want to say Demon House or something like that. Uh, kind of a cool name. <laughs> yeah. So they've been holding open sparring for like local schools they come in if someone wants to spar against somebody else it's not a uh a fight tournament it's not something that's like sanctioned or anything like that it's just people want to come spar against other people from other gyms everybody can come in they take their own decision they told everyone that there was going to be pkb rules um oh kick my camera sorry um they were telling people it's going to be PKB rules if you want to come and do open sparring with us over here. IKF flipped their shit and threatened to, um, I guess, to blacklist any fighter and coach and academy that attended this event. So if you went there and you sparred like with anybody there, your team, you're like, you are automatically barred from ever like competing at an IKF event. So like I took like offense that it's like, wait a minute, these people that come to your event pay you to compete. 
you don't pay them anything. The most that you fucking give them is a belt and a little trophy that you pay 20 bucks for. And you're going to sit there and bar them because they want, they made the decision to go compete or go do a sparring session with somebody else. And like for nothing, just for fun. It wasn't like a tournament. It wasn't a fight night. It wasn't anything like that. And it just went off, man. So if you go, the the uh, conversation is still there. They were going back and forth. They're like threatening to sue the coach. The coach is like, I'm right here. Can someone just DM me and talk to me? They like refused to talk to him. And I kept on threatening people. And I actually got a message from one of the owners of the IKF. I didn't even bother like reading it. I was like, if you're going to sit there and threaten people to ban them from competing just because they wanted to go spar somebody else, that's their like, bro, that's their freedom. Yeah. Fuck what kind of lockdown and stuff you got. If someone wants to go spar somebody, have at it. That's their choices. They put that choice together. That's on them. IKF doesn't fucking own people. Like, and I even wrote there, I was like, IBJJF has never like, now their issue was because they used the word or the letters PKB rules for the for the sparring, right? Right. PKB. Okay, make sure you're paying like attention because you're supposed yeah. to over there. So I wrote back like the IBJJ have has never banned anyone for competing in an other tournament that says that they use IBJJF rules. No, Eddie Bravo at EBI has never banned anyone for competing in somebody else's tournament that said they're using EBI rules. Like that's stupid. That's like so I took offense to that. A bunch of people did. It's like this is dumb. I'm not going to support an organization that's going to threaten fighters and coaches just for doing what they want to do in a time where everybody's stressed out anyway. I don't give a shit if you live in California, New York, Florida, wherever, but no organization has any right to sit there and ban someone for taking part in their own life choice. No, no, not at all. It's, it's, and, and how would they know? First of all, well, they had the photos and stuff posted up there. Like you could see the the people that are competing and stuff. But if the IKF really did that, I sat there and I told them, I was like, this is a great way of making your company crash into the ground. Because now comes time like 2021 where let's say stuff finally opens back up again. People go compete. It's like, why would they support IKF? They threatened to ban me. Well, they banned my friend because he compete. He went to go spar someplace some night. Like, no, fuck him. I'm not going to go do that. That's stupid. Like that's that's overreach, man. Yeah, that's dead? terrible. Are you fading out on me? No, well, a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll call it a night either way because it's getting late. I'm getting ready for Christmas. Uh, uh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't tell. Yeah. I mean, I know what you're talking about. Listen, this you is, wear that. It's every Christmas you wear that for all of December. My ritual, and I don't have many of these. I love Christmas. Every day from December 1st to December 25th, I wear this hat. Yes, I wash it. I wash this hat. Thank you very much. I take care of my Santa hat. But I got tired of people getting offended when they use someone said Merry Christmas. Because I'll say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever. Just because even if you don't celebrate it, I want you to have a good day that day. Right? doesn't matter. But I realize like more and more people are celebrating stuff less and less. Like things seem just less festive, like either. I don't know if it's maybe we're just getting older or or what, but I don't see as many Christmas lights anymore. I don't see as many like, well, like dude, uh, I, more lights. Well, well I'll, I'll tell you a story when we're done about why that might be. Mm. It's, not, it, it's not a story for, for the radio, for the radio, it's for, for the jujitsu radio folk. 
electricity bills are a bitch. Um, but yeah, I wear this every day because I want everybody to have a good time as much as I do and to smile and, uh, and be happy even when we're having a tough time out here because tough times all around and it, you know, it's always worse on the other side of the fence. Um, I guess grass is greener, whatever way you want to look at it. Um, but all we want to say is Merry Christmas, happy holidays to everybody. Thanks so much for supporting us this year. Uh, what's next week? What's the date next Wednesday? The 23rd. Should we have a Christmas holiday party? Sure. Let's do a Christmas <clears throat> podcast holiday party. I'll have my little, I'll have my little uh, reindeer with me. Yeah, nice. Maybe we'll bring a couple of people into the studio and have a, uh, a super spreader. Yeah, why not? I will drink and play some video games. Uh, are you talking about a threesome or are you talking? 20-some. Well, I mean, if we're calling a super spreader, I mean. I'm not, I was about to say a bad joke. Oh, I was about to get into it like super deep. No pun intended. Um, but yeah, no, listen, we're going to try and have an episode next week. If not, either way, we want to wish everybody happy holidays. Please stay safe. Uh, take care of yourself, your life, do it any way you want to do it. Just, you know, be mindful of others. Uh, shout out to everybody that's been supportive this whole year. Um, we got a lot of stuff planned for 2021. Um, and we also have to follow up with a lot of stuff that we say we were going to do in 2020. You know, everybody got that curveball, So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, let's give Sean a big uh, good luck and pat on the back. If you see him, make sure you give him an awkward hug. Uh, oh, don't hug me, give please. A, give him a hug. Just please don't. Hug. Just a handshake is fine. Or bro hug. I'll do a bro hug. What's a bro hug? You know, when you when you grab the hand and you got your fists between you, and you do uh, a quick clap behind you. You're going to touch wee-wees too? No, you, you got the fist between you. You got two fist. arms between you, so make sure there's no intimacy whatsoever. Just give a little boop. Um. Yeah, just give Sean, if you see Sean, just give him the most sensual hug you ever can. Just go to shake his hand and then slowly just caress his forearm as you get closer and just squeeze, just squeeze. I think you'll I think you be surprised how much he enjoys it. I think he'll be surprised too. Um, good luck to everybody competing this week uh, at Masters and at the Orlando Open. Go finish out the year with a bang. And um, hey, Next two weeks, we're going to be streaming all the time during the day, playing video games. We're trying to get, I got a couple of people lined up that want to join us to do the live stream. Hopefully we'll get Sean to jump in there too. So we can play some, uh, some war zone. Um, That'll do. We can do that next week if you want. All um, right. And we'll do some duos. We'll do some duos and trios, see who can get on there. And uh, don't forget to follow us at jujitsu radio. Uh, check out jujitsuradio.com. Shout out to all our support supporters, our sponsors, Chocoloha. Go to chocoloha.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio, Jiu Jitsu Radio. You'll get 10% off. Promo code is in the description so you can look at it right away, whether you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us on your earphone thingies. Um, Giraffe Choke, Jiu Jitsu Soap Co. Big shout out to them. Again, get the best gear you can in Jiu Jitsu and get the hookup, get the homie hookup. We're giving, uh, I think, 15% now off of Jiu Jitsu Soap Co. when you use the promo code JJ Radio. Get out there. Support the people that support us. Follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ on Instagram. You can go like all his arm armpit pictures. Five dollars a shot. Is that what we said? Was that was that our final price? Was it 
five dollars. No, I, I said it would have to be like two thousand a week. Okay, so it was a weekly twenty dollars a shot. All he needs is like uh, twenty requests, and we're we're good to go, right? We'll be we'll be banking, right? What is that? That looks like dude. That definitely looks like you got a JJ tattooed in your armpit there. No, it's a dude's face. I just, sure, whatever. Hey, it's all it's all about the angle. It's actually three faces in your armpit. Listen, listen. If you want to put your face in that armpit, that's two grand right there. I'm going to get that Christmas pay. You can follow me uh, at Sonder Marketing on Instagram. You can always follow us at Jiu-Jitsu Radio on Instagram. Check out the Twitch, twitch.tv slash katajitsu and uh, jujitsuradio.com. And with that being said, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.